Greetings, dear Earth family. Today we have Nicole Gibbs. She is uh, she runs Awakening Mass Meditation uh, chat on Telegram as well as she has a YouTube channel where she does mass meditations for the planet to help uplift the vibes on this uh, on the globe of ours. Hi, Nicole. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. This is really exciting. Uh, thank you for being on. So this is kind of a uh, very um, random, um, <laughs> unplanned um, recording that we have going on. We we were supposed to do something else together. Long story short, that got canceled. And we we're like, you want to do this? Let's do it. Yep. So, yeah, it's amazing how things work out divinely when you Absolutely. don't have control. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's perfect this way. And uh, yeah, we quickly wrote down some topics that you guys possibly might be interested in. And so to start, uh, I would like to ask you about your spiritual journey, your ascension journey. Yeah, so thinking about my story and kind of how it starts, um, I honestly feel like it kind of starts before I was even born, like pre-womb, because <laughs> a um, little background, I do come from a Mormon family um, that kind of comes later in my story as well. But um, my mom really felt like she was struggling at the time before she had me, was really wanting to have a baby. And she just kind of like put a call out there to be like, I will do kind of whatever um, needs to is if I can have this baby and it's going to be my gift and this baby's going to be, she just like really put a call out there. So little did she know though, I don't think she realized that I wouldn't be really following the Mormon path like she was hoping, I think. But little did she know, I came here totally different with a whole different outlook of life than my whole family, really, which this, um, the Mormon generation goes back as far on both my mom and my dad's side. So me being not really into that has been like, that itself is a really big deal in my family. So um, as I was growing up, though, I knew I was unique and different. i sitting in church and stuff like that, just nothing was clicking with me. And I just always was found myself thinking about, well, if it's like that, what about this? And what, why would it be like that? If I'm such a person coming from the heart and love, then why would I not get this and this and this, whatever the situation may be. So I just found myself really thinking outside the box, kind of, I felt like then um, the norm, which I was programmed to think. <laughs> and so um, I actually, was more into like numbers and patterns and things like that. Like for instance, this is kind of funny when I was younger, I'd be sitting at church and there's like the numbers for the hymns, the which hymn number the book is in. And I would look at all the numbers and I like add them up and do like weird math things. I'm like, oh, they always equal this or that. Like I was just so focused on numbers and like, I just had this weird thing. I'm obsessed with patterns. So you can see my tapestry behind me. I was just thinking about geometry, exactly, patterns. That's like what I was drawn to. So um, with that, I started looking into and researching more about patterns and numbers and what that really is, because I felt like that was real, like something that I could really hold on to and be like, this has an answer for me, um, not this other stuff that I was programmed to think. And so I got really into sacred geometry and understanding the patterns in nature, in us, in everything as above, so below. Um, it's just that connectedness is just amazing. 
So um, later in my journey, I end up telling my parents I'm not going to be following the church and that I'm going to be doing this instead. And then another thing with that, my journey is so interesting. I also am attracted to women. So that was another thing for them to deal with. But being authentic to myself, I knew my whole life, this is what I'm attracted to and what I feel connected with. And so my journey has been um, kind of interesting in terms of with my like dark night of the soul going through all this horrible stuff is really me deprogramming from all this just stuff that's put on me, what's expected from religion and just trying to love myself and being okay with this is who I am. This is who I love. And this is okay. And this is who just who I am. You know, that it was really something that I worked hard for and had to go through a lot of, you know, deep, dark meditations to come to this understanding. But I am so thankful to be out on the other side because I made it out. And <laughs> I am now using all of this information that I have learned with um, the power of meditation to start my mass meditation groups and just do so much for um, the world, the galactics, the cosmos, all of it connected because it is all one. And so that's kind of a little bit about my, a little bit about my journey there, <laughs> what I've drawn to now. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah, yeah. Sacred, sacred geometry, I, I mean, it's definitely fascinating and, and it does sound like you are one of those starseed beings, you know, whatever your specialty is, so just uh, was leaking out in this world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Yeah, I find it fascinating myself. Um, yeah, it's 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 such it's art, it's math, it's oh man, yeah, I'm so, so big into numbers and and sacred yeah. geometry and everything. It's uh, definitely very very uh, special and magical, mm -hmm. and I mean technically, I mean that's it's what constructs our reality. Right, and it's the blueprint, really. Yeah, yeah. It's like. It's programmed already, waiting to be activated because it's already the the blueprints, the patterns are there. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, when it comes to manifestation, like it all starts with with the numbers. You know, it's our mm -hmm. thoughts and everything, but those thoughts go into geometric patterns and and right you know, the frequencies that it carries. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. So, let me see. What do we write down here? Yeah, let um, yeah, let's talk about. Oh, by the way, what's your dog's name? Bentley. Bentley. Yeah, yeah you might hear Bentley bark. Fair warning. Sorry. Yeah. And <laughs> remind me the 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 breed. She's a Great Dane. Ooh. Big bark. <laughs> big dog, big bark. Mm -hmm. All right, so I want to talk about also about your um, your the meditations that you hold, the awakening mass meditations, yeah. and uh, the benefits, <clears throat> you know, of doing the mass meditations as well as the personal meditations. Absolutely. So, um, okay, I really got into just personal meditation first, um, and just kind of. It was hard to get into at first. I'm not going to lie. It's a muscle you need to train just like anything. It's like working out, whatever you're trying to train. You, you can't just like do it once and be like, yeah, I'm a master. You have to really put in the work and the time. And so 
that was something I really focused on. Um, oh gosh, maybe seven, eight years ago or something like that. I really wanted to focus on focusing and just kind of like being able to shut the mind off when I go in internally without the monkey mind jumping constantly. Because that was something obviously you struggle with at the beginning of meditation always. So um, I got a couple apps. I followed Wim Hof. I did a bunch of different techniques that I was trying to just like grasp at something that would work for me. And uh, really just learning to sit with my thoughts, um, even if they're swinging, to be able to have control over them, to bring them back when you notice that they are um, going everywhere and just kind of coming back to the heartbeat and the breath and realizing that I actually have the power to control that in the mind. And the more I practiced it, the more I realized that it really is, um, you are able to do this and that you can master not just meditation, but it's a ripple effect out into so many other things. I found um, just in general, less anxious feelings, less kind of, it just rounds the edge a little bit from feeling a little uptight. I feel like I can be more calm in what I'm looking at just in my day. I can notice where to serve or who is in need because I'm calm and my thoughts are focused and I'm in control. Prior to that, it was sporadic. It was go, 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 it was this, it was that, you know, just the regular routine. Where now as nothing's so much a routine, it's just aware and I can just kind of shift what needs to take place given the circumstances. I really learned that with meditation. So um, taking it a step further, I um, participated in a disclosure fest, mass meditation about four or five years ago. And it was um, broadcasted online because it was um, in Washington, DC. I had never joined a mass meditation prior to that, just my personal work and Oh my gosh, I can't even tell you the experience with this mass meditation. Hundreds of people gathering in one area, and then the broadcast makes the number of thousands of people that are coming together in the same time space, whatever time is, coming together with one intention, one idea. And at the same time, when we put those intentions together, our mind, not just one, not just two, but all of these minds together, we amplify it, exactly, exactly. It amplifies so much that the power that it has, it's like, um, it's, I can't even think of the words because words are hard right now. It drops crime, it lowers anxious people, ang um, anger, hate, all of this has been proven um, with Maharishi effect. You can look that up, they've done all kinds of experiments to prove when minds come together as oneness, as we know we are oneness, we have the ability to manifest those intentions from that meditation. We can literally bring that into reality. Um, so not just personally, but when you do it more as mass, the amplification that it has is just so much more than individual that it really encouraged me to want to do it more often. Because if it has such a profound effect, why is this like once a year, maybe that? It's like, this needs to happen all the time. The feelings I had with connecting with so many people, I was just like crying emotional, just like, oh my gosh, I'm letting all this stuff I didn't even know was built up, like let go, I feel connected. 
I feel like my intuition and my telepathy is like, <laughs> I feel those people, you really, those souls, because that's me, that's you, that's, that's us, that's oneness, you know? So being able to just take the time and space to connect with other selves really kind of puts things into perspective of not just me, 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 but service to others and how we all work together to really create this cohesive harmony that we live, live in. So um, I took it upon myself to create mass uh, meditation group for different platforms. And I now doing it monthly on the 11th of every month, we have a mass meditation, but we also are doing spontaneous ones in addition to that. So we can do them more often. Sometimes we'll have people guiding from other countries and other time zones to get some other techniques and other ideas for mass meditation. Cause it's not just one, one way to do it. There's so many ways to do mass meditation and coming together with different ideas and techniques has been so amazing to see the reaction of others um, just participating when it's they've never done a mass meditation, just the reaction they get from that and how profound it is for their life journey. That's encouraging me also to keep doing it and that this is real and this is truth and just becoming love with everybody. <laughs> that love connection is, it's unconditional. It honestly is um, when you really connect. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really thankful to be doing all these mass meditations. It's definitely my calling. And now I'm like hungry for more. <laughs> yeah. Th thank you for doing the work. Yeah. Thank you. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, yeah. We need, we need this work. We need the people like yourself to continue to pop up around the world and uh, connect even, you know, like, because it's real. Um, I read this book called The Field, um, I'm gonna say eight years ago maybe, because I was I was on a on my journey uh, to kind of like get the get the ver verification of the you know there's more than the uh, the the three realm, you know. Mm -hmm. So this this book in it it talked about the, the you know the amazingness of, of uh, a lot of people getting together and meditating together. And like you said, that the crimes go down, the people, you know, people's emotions are no longer as like uh, negative vibes and, you know, less anxiety, less, less anger, less accidents, less crime. Yeah. yeah it's uh, definitely a fascinating thing. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to when more and more people are, um, I guess, willing and ready and understand how important this is and are ready to start this because mm -hmm. because um i know i know you know we're all busy and everything but we need to step it up yep this is the time, is the time. <laughs> to do the work yeah. and it, we all do have that i'm going to say it again blueprint we have that code in us everybody does it's just a matter of experience for that blueprint to be turned on and activated for that light bulb moment to be like, Oh, I understand my role in this. Now we all have that. And we're all a part of this greater cause that's going on. And that's literally to unite and harmonize as and understand and remember we are one, we are love. We're from the divine. Yeah. We all have that. It's just, understand it's perspective. It's like when you shift your perspective in anything and can kind of see it a little differently, 
you unlock a new level of consciousness and you're able to expand your mind a little more. It's no longer your reality that you thought when you have a new perspective, you now are a new level of being. So as you keep ascending and um, upgrading